An entitled Karen threatens to get me fired over a broken coffee mug that wasn't even hers to begin with. Here's what happened. For context, we go back to the year 2017. I was working at a popular coffee shop known for dunking donuts in coffee, if you know what I mean. On that particular day, I had been working the cash register, and that's when the entitled Karen walked through the door. At first, she seemed really pleasant, but then she started asking about a coffee mug she had purchased that had become fractured and started to leak. I asked her if she had the receipt, but she said that she didn't. So I told her that unfortunately, we cannot issue a refund or an exchange without the receipt. But this entitled Karen was not having it, and just about loses her mind over the situation. She then says, What? What do you mean you can't? I got it here. Can't you just look it up or something? For future context, she didn't even buy it there. She bought it at a different location, but we didn't know that until later. I said, Ma'am, I would not even know where to begin with that. And unfortunately, my manager has left for the day. She then says, Well, can't you just give it to me and take this mug back? She then shows me the broken mug. I say, I'm sorry, ma'am, but I cannot do that. There's nothing I can do. This conversation went back and forth on repeat for about five minutes, with this entitled Karen getting more and more upset and irate as time went on. Eventually, she settled on coming back when the manager was in. Now, at this point, you might be thinking that this entitled Karen would just come back the next day and explain this to the manager. In fact, you're probably thinking that this is the entitled Karen of the story. But no, we have to go beyond the average entitled Karen. Because in walks about two hours later, another lady who seems to be a little bit older with cheap looking blonde hair and a very nasty expression. This lady was the super entitled Karen. I started to give her the standard greeting when she had cut me off by slamming her palms on the counter. As she slams the counter, she gets her head a little closer to me. Then she starts off in a low whisper. I want to speak to the person who would not give my friend a new mug. Was that you? Now, unfortunately, it really was me. So I answered yes, and boy, do I wish I hadn't. I looked at her and said, I believe so. Yes, what can I do for you? This super entitled Karen continued to whisper, but now started shaking her head up and down with each word, trying to get me to agree. You are going to give my friend a new mug and then give her an apology. Do you understand? At this point, I really did want to cuss her out, but I wanted to remain professional. So I said, ma'am, I apologize that you and your friend are upset about this, but there's nothing I can do. At this point, she did not answer. But the second I said that, she yelled at the top of her lungs. You will give me a new mug or so help me God. She then slams her palms down on the counter again. After she did that, I was incredibly startled and I was kind of starting to shake a little bit. I have PTSD from a violent upbringing. So things like this immediately get my adrenaline pumping. I would normally get defensive, but lots of therapy helped me get this under control. I said, ma'am, please calm down. There is truly nothing I can do in this situation. I told your friend the same thing. The manager will be in tomorrow if you wish to talk to him. But this super entitled Karen was not having it as she continued to berate me just a little bit more. Then she screamed about wanting the manager's personal number to talk to him. I told her that I couldn't do that either and I won't lie, I started to smile watching her tantrum. She insisted that I give her the mug for being so rude and unaccommodating, stating that this was ridiculous and how dare I not give her what she wants. She finally settled on taking the store's number and leaving, but not before turning around and delivering some weird, ominous prophecy towards me. You are going to be so screwed when I call tomorrow. Better be ready to find a new job. (laughs) Tomorrow I will be back for that mug and your head. And with that, this super entitled Karen left the store, leaving me reeling over the situation. Now, I hate to say it with all things considered, but my manager was a 
pushover. Because in the end, he did end up giving this friend a new mug. To top it all off, I did end up seeing this entitled Karen again, and she got really awkward when she had to place her order with me. Because despite her best efforts, I guess she just really wasn't expecting me to still have a job. This is so crazy because I've dealt with people like this before. Not only both of these Karens who act incredibly entitled, but having a manager who is such a pushover. When managers just roll over and play dead and don't defend their employee, it makes everybody look bad. Despite the fact that what this person was doing was probably store policy, which I can completely see being the case. But the manager just decided, oh, let's just make them happy. And as a result, basically ruined the original poster's credibility. Like they were just doing their job. It's not like they're going to hand over a mug because I guarantee you if they did, this type of manager would be like, oh, well, that's coming out of your paycheck. Overall, though, the original poster handed this like a champion. And in the end, they got the last laugh since they still got to keep their job, even though this entitled Karen tried to get him fired. I'm concerned that my girlfriend is going to cheat on me because of her best friend, and I honestly don't know what to do. My girlfriend and I have been together since mid-2013, and in February of 2017, she broke up with me. She never told me why. She just wanted me to leave her parents' house, which is where we were living. After that happened, we would keep contact and still meet occasionally. We were the pretty jealous type of people, so we never added new people on social media like Snapchat or Facebook. Early 2018, we got back together and all is going pretty good. That is until I overheard my girlfriend and her best friend talking about something very serious. She came over to our place about a week ago. I was on my laptop playing games, which I do maybe once a week. I had headphones on, but not that loud. I then heard my girlfriend and her friend speaking about some guy that she is spending some quality time with, if you know what I mean. This friend also stated that she is talking to two other guys as well, stating that it just overall feels awesome. I clearly see and hear how exciting my girlfriend thinks it is. Maybe she was just excited for her friend, but then her friend starts talking about going to a foreign country and that my girlfriend should go with her. I'm not sure if this was hypothetical or if it was serious, but the way they were talking about it was really concerning. My girlfriend then gets even more excited, and I can just see it, and I can clearly hear it in her voice just how excited she is as she starts mentioning a country that she would like to go to. Then her friend starts talking about all the casual intimate time that they could spend with someone that they don't even know and how awesome that must be. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what on earth is going on? Because my girlfriend's friend is very innocent, she's kind of geeky, and she rarely gets attention from other guys. Even my girlfriend has told me this information, so I thought maybe my girlfriend was just excited for her or something. But that's when I see my girlfriend look over at me and lower her voice so that I won't be able to hear her with my headphones on. But she doesn't know that my headphones can pick up sound from outside with a boost button. So yes, I am listening to them. And that's when my girlfriend says something I could not believe. She says to her friend that that would be so awesome. But her friend silently clarifies by saying, you mean us going to Europe and doing this? And my girlfriend nods her head as she is trying to make sure I don't see or hear her. And after I saw and heard this, I was absolutely stunned. But I didn't really think I should worry until they really start to get some kind of plan going. I mean, this is all hypothetical, right? My girlfriend doesn't really like going to parties or drinking or really going anywhere without me. She wouldn't actually do this, would she? Well, yesterday, my girlfriend says that she and her friend have been talking about possibly going together in October. They had plans of possibly going for a week or so. I just brush it off and say, yeah, nice. You should go since you haven't gone anywhere for a while. Then I tell her that two of my friends are going next week for four days to Spain. I then suggest that maybe I should go with them. But when my girlfriend 
girlfriend said this, she said, oh, maybe I shouldn't, and started to give some kind of excuse as to why she wouldn't want to go, which is really weird because she sounded very excited all the way up until the moment I said I wanted to go. And the entire time this is going on, I'm just standing there thinking about their little chat in my head and thinking that she is probably just waiting for me to tell her to go and that she probably just wants me to give her permission to go so that the pressure of planning this can be taken off of her, which I absolutely did not do. So that begs the question, should I be worried that her friend is a bad influence on my girlfriend? Is she not nearly as innocent as I would think? My girlfriend and her never party or anything together. And hearing this from her friend and seeing how excited my girlfriend was talking about it was really concerning. And I'm genuinely shocked. What should I do? I think you need to stop playing games and tell her exactly what's going on. It sounds like you're skirting around the issue and it's just not fair for you or your girlfriend. Like if she wants to go to another country and basically spend quality time with everybody and anybody that she sees, then she can do that as a single woman. If I was in your shoes and I had heard all of this, I would dump her right away. The original poster goes on to say that they do have a kid together so it makes things extra tricky. But if that's not a telling sign that she is willing to throw away her entire relationship as well as her kid having any semblance of a family just so she can spend some quality time with guys over in Europe is more than enough reason in my opinion to kick her to the curb. You do not need that in your life and you can do so much better than this lady. So if I were you, I would definitely start having a conversation with her. You are both in your late 20s and it's time to grow up and think about your kid for once because otherwise this is just going to fester. And in my opinion, it's better to clean things up now than to have some major blowout just a few months later. I don't think moving out with my boyfriend is a good idea anymore and I'm honestly not sure what to do. My boyfriend is great. He's kind, caring, funny, and he's true to himself. We've known each other for four years and have been together for six months. However, there's a lot of growing up that he has to do, and I'm not sure if our plans to move out make sense for me anymore because of this. This wouldn't be my first time moving out of my mother's house either. The first time was terrible. I was 18 years old at the time and ended up moving in with my 31-year-old boyfriend at the time. Yes, I know how that sounds. He made my life a living nightmare. He did illegal substances all day. He cheated with other women. He quit his job and loaded all the responsibility of the two of us surviving on me. So I guess you could say I have my reservations about going about this again. Just like my ex, my current boyfriend lacks life experience. I know that sounds strange given the fact that my last boyfriend was 31 years old, but he was a narcissist who would take the backseat in his life and allow women around him to take on things he should be responsible for. For example, the place we live, it was his ex-girlfriend's basement, which she renovated into a basement apartment. I found this out after three months of living there. His car, his ex-girlfriend's mother bought it for him. His car insurance, his mother set that up. His doctor's appointments, still his mom. I think at this point you get the picture. My issue is, with my current boyfriend, I see there's a lot of places in his life that he's not been proactive in. And the move is one of those things. With him though, I do understand why he's like this. He was adopted and his mom is extremely controlling. He's 23 years old and she still takes his phone away when she's mad at him. She threatens to kick him out when she knows for a fact he would literally have no place to go and demeans him for forgetting to do little things. She has basically destroyed his confidence in himself. I love him, but I don't want to be someone else's mother again. Out of the two of us, I make the most in income. The difference in income is to the point where if we broke up, I would be fine. I would be able to pay rent and utilities on my own and save a little if I had to move. He wouldn't be able to though, and that worries me. He also doesn't know how to drive. I've asked him if he'd be willing to learn, but he said that he doesn't really want 
to because of anxiety. We have tried to go apartment hunting before and his mother always seems to interfere with our plans. Because of my worries, I've asked him about his future, whether or not he'd like to find a new job one day or anything. And his response is that he'll be fine as long as he has me. I responded with, people aren't forever. If I were to disappear suddenly, what would you do then? He said that he'll just survive. Like, what does that even mean? With what plan? Maybe this is a sign that this will just not work out. I don't know. This also isn't the first time we've talked about moving. In our third year of knowing each other, we talked about it as friends. He told me that he'd like to have me as a roommate because he trusted me. But at the time, I told him I wasn't ready. But if he still needed one and the time came for it, I would be willing to move out with him. Well, fast forward and here we are right now. I still want to be with him because apart from all those things, he's great. But these are things that I really get hung up on. Should I wait and hold off on the move for another year until he's ready? I don't like the idea of putting my life on hold, but I'd rather us both have our bearings and can jointly support each other. Should I tell him that I would rather move myself and that he can come live with me when he's ready since that option is a little bit better for me, but I don't want to offend him and make him feel like I'm abandoning him? What should I do? I think you have some legitimate concerns with moving in with this guy. He has not lived on his own and his mom is incredibly controlling. I mean, she takes away his phone and he's 23 years old. It is seriously time to grow up. His lack of life experience, especially with what you had previously with that 31-year-old boyfriend, is going to cause problems, especially based on your past. I can see it happening in such a way where he moves in with you and then all these problems are just going to start popping up. And that really is not fair for you. I think you also need to remember that this relationship is really early. You've only been together for six months. In my opinion, with all things considered, it does not sound like your boyfriend is responsible enough to live on his own, and I don't think he's mature enough to do it either. And I really don't blame you for avoiding being the person to educate him on this and try and help him understand how to live on his own. In my opinion, that sounds absolutely obnoxious to deal with. So hopefully he's able to understand where you're coming from, because right now he does not sound mature enough to get this going. And I think personally, it would be a big mistake to move in with him this early into the relationship. I think that my father is cheating on my mother, and I don't know what to do. My father lost his mother a little more than a year ago. My father isn't one of those people that shows his emotions. Instead, he's always been the one in the family to say that things are going to be alright, as well as comforting me all throughout my life. No matter what, he's always been there. Whether it's been a childhood argument with a friend, or when I would reach out to him for more grown-up advice while going through college, he was legitimately always there. When we received the news, it was hard for all of us, most visibly shown by my mother, who needed my father's support to get through the first couple of days. I knew, however, that it was most likely my dad that was hurting the most. I want to start by saying that we are both very similar, my dad and I. We are introverted, often preferring the company of ourselves over the company of each other. I never saw this as an issue because I felt like we had a good understanding of each other, and if I ever wanted to talk to him, I would go to his office and he'd welcome me with open arms. Another thing I know about my dad is that he drinks. He has joked about being a functioning alcoholic, and while I have never seen this as healthy, his father is more or less the same, and it seems he's always managed, so that combined with his drinking, since I could remember, made me feel relatively indifferent about his habits. After all, it wasn't like he was showing up in the middle of the night after a night of getting drunk. He almost always drank while he was at home. Now back to his mother passing away. I noticed him drinking more since her death. He used to drink only on the weekends from what I knew, and now for about the last year, he's been drinking a lot more. He also joined our local VFW and has been drinking there a couple of nights a week, which worries me because he is driving, and also because apparently there are people there that have drinking problems themselves. In terms of this affecting his routine, he used to wake up at around 10 o'clock in the morning on weekends, and 
and now he sleeps till the middle of the day. He cracks open a beer at four instead of later in the evening and goes to bed incredibly late. He hardly eats my mom's meals on weekdays when she cooks and snacks late at night when he's had something to drink. When asked by my mom, he always just shrugs it off, saying he simply isn't hungry. He does this with all of my mom's concerns, including his drinking problems. As I said earlier, he's not the type of person to let out his emotions. Going further, I've heard my dad throwing up before from drinking too much, both on the weekends and the weekdays. I'm pretty sure he's been running water through the sink to try and conceal it, which works pretty well, but when I hear the toilet flush while the sink is running, I'm honestly not sure what else that could mean. If any of you guys have any ideas, please feel free to share, because I am not certain on this. You may be wondering, why don't you, as his son, approach your father? I've done this before last summer, when I heard him fall down from drinking too much one night and throwing up the next. I asked if he was okay and told him I was worried about him. As expected, he shrugged this off, stating that he was fine. Despite my strong belief that he was in fact not okay, I nodded my head, knowing that no matter how hard I pressed, he still muttered the same words. I should add that my dad is one of the smartest people I know. I admire him in many ways, and he's been as good of a parent as I could have asked for. He never let his drinking get in the way of his work, and has been an all-around awesome dad, who I hope I can one day be like when I have a family of my own. As a result, I've been very hesitant to go any further than asking if he's okay, and nodding my head when he says that he is. He knows he has a problem, and who am I to tell him how he needs to live or grieve in his life? His relationship with my mother is still good, and he's been talking to his father more since his mother's death. Even with this increase in drinking, he still seems to manage work just fine. As said before, he has defined himself as a functioning alcoholic. I just worry that this recent destructive behavior will eventually get the better of him. Now to the point from the title. A few hours ago, in the middle of the night, I heard my dad on the phone talking to a woman. When I noticed the voice to be a woman, I leaned my ear to the vent. Just as a bit of context, I sleep in a bedroom right below his office. And also, at the time, he had been drinking. Infidelity is not something I ever thought that my dad would do, but the voice combined with his drinking problem made me very curious. A lot of what I heard, I couldn't make out. He had the woman's voice on speaker, and I couldn't hear much of anything that she said. But with my dad, I heard him say that this woman was the love of his life. He talked about how much he cared for her, and even mentioned what it was like to be close to her the first time. He also said some other things related to some personal time that you would spend with someone that you love, if you know what I mean. But I honestly couldn't discern the entirety of the sentence that he was saying, only what was being implied. This, as expected, shocked me, not just from what I heard, but from the fact that he was having this conversation so indiscreetly. Yes, he was drunk, but even still, he's not an idiot. He knows that I sleep directly below his office, and that I stay up late at nights often. He also knows that his wife sleeps directly above his office. This is what worries me the most. Does he just not care anymore? Is there something I'm missing? Yes, I'm in denial, but I just found this so hard to believe. This entire situation makes me feel like I'm having a bad dream. What should I do? It sounds like there's two different issues going on here, because it sounds like your dad is dealing with the loss of his mother by basically drinking his problems away. But on that same vein of thought, this drinking problem has most likely led him to being with another woman, which is not okay. If what you heard is correct, then yeah, your dad is cheating on your mom. But I personally would not jump to any kind of conclusion so quickly. This could mean a lot of different things, and I just think you gotta get some concrete evidence of some kind of infidelity besides what you heard in event. And there is a slight chance that there might be some kind of discrepancy here that you might not be aware of. So personally, I would not be the first person to go up to your dad and be like, you're cheating on mom. I just don't think that's productive at all. To be completely honest though, it sounds like your dad really needs some professional help. It seems 
seems like this is beyond any kind of intervention or some kind of actual discussion with him because he just brushes off the fact that he has a drinking problem. And yeah, he was probably a functioning alcoholic before his mom passed away, but based on what you've described, it's definitely escalating into something much worse, which is not fair for anybody in the family. So maybe talk to your mom about this and see what you guys can come up with to try and help him. And also, I would take notes and try and keep a lookout of any kind of suspicious behavior that would give you solid evidence that he is cheating on your mom, because the last thing you would want to do is to accuse him of something that isn't happening. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.